0: to another episode of the OzNZ Community Podcast. A very special episode for you tonight with crew member and second overseas guest of the podcast, Cthulhu joining us. We look forward to chatting to him a little bit later on. But before we get into the episode, uh, some shocking news overnight and I want to pay tribute to uh, the passing of King of Spin, Shea who uh, tragically passed away this morning, age 52. Uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, um, he played the cricket, sorry, he played the sport of cricket and is considered as one of the greatest of all time, taking 708 wickets at an average of 25.41. We also lost another cricketing great during the week in Rod Marsh, uh, and some sad news that as well. So. Rest in peace to both Warney and Rod Marsh. Okay, so moving on. And as always, we welcome in to the show our co-hosts for the episode, Pete, Eva, and Alpha. Welcome, gents. Glad to have you here. And I've got to tell you, I'm very excited about talking to uh, Cthulhu a bit later on. Um, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you very much, uh, GTR. I almost called you Eva then.
0: <laughs> um
1: Yeah, great to be here. I'm really looking forward to talking to Cthulhu as well. Should be a good episode, I reckon. The man, the myth, the legend.
0: Absolutely, yeah. We're we're looking forward to talking to him. Eva. mate, welcome to the show. Thanks, mate. It's good to be here again.
2: Um, And great to have um, someone of that caliber on the show. And looking forward to picking his brain as much as I can and uh, getting as much out of it. It's um, great to have... Uh, someone from overseas as well. I mean, you know, Reese was nice, but um, it's good to have a proper player and, um, yeah, we'll see what we can do.
0: Absolutely. It's um, it's yeah, it's a great honour to have him on the show and especially, you know, being involved in the pit crew. And, I mean, we've got our own pit crew member, of course, as well. Um, yeah, in, in Mate Bob Rose, he's floating around somewhere. I don't know where he is, but <laughs> he'll pop on very soon, I'm sure. Um, when did Metro Bro get into the pit crew? Well, he's got some sort of secret pit crew thing going on. He's been a member for a long time. Just, just you know, yeah. Just nobody really knows about it. It's kind of like a secret. It's a secret pit crew.
3: Well, I did make Murray.
0: <laughs> that's true. He did too. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 fair enough.
2: Uh, uh, <laughs> How did he make morry with zeros and ones and no thumbs?
0: That's. A point too. I wouldn't have a. He's he's a magic man, mate, proper. Alfie, welcome, mate. Uh, sorry, I was gonna get into you, but I uh, just got carried away there a bit. How are you
4: Yeah, I'm not bad. I just finished. Play, just finished my cricket semi final.
0: How did that go, mate?
4: Uh, we lost in a very tight, nail biting match.
0: Oh, unfortunate, buddy. That's no good. But that's all right. You get yeah, the was it? Yeah, how close? How close was the match? Alpha, you there, buddy?
4: Yeah, I was just waiting for you two to decide who was talking. Oh, it's
0: okay. Yeah, um, yeah how, how close was it? Was it a good contest?
4: Yeah, it was a very good contest. Came down to about the third last ball.
0: Ooh, close. Yeah, it's very good, mate. And uh, you probably heard my opening um, speech there about the passing of Shane Warne. Quite, quite shocking news, isn't it?
4: Yeah, it is sad for all cricketing people around the world
0: yeah absolutely yeah that's some big news coming out of uh, well,
4: uh, the world of sport
0: at the moment so yeah so how's everybody's um couple of weeks been since the last episode uh, eva how how you been? i know you've been pretty busy um, yeah I've been, in real, I've been in real world life
2: yeah in real life um trying to keep up with um with work and a couple other things as well a couple of shoots First paid gig since COVID hit, which is great. Finally getting out there and getting back amongst people and events and all that sort of stuff, it's great. So, um, yeah, looking forward to doing that. So what more sort of that. shooting
1: is that? Is that with a gun or with a camera?
2: <laughs> I shoot with cannons, mate. Um...
0: <laughs> um, J.R., Jay can I just say JR would love that reference? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna leave it there. Yeah. Anyway.
2: It was a corporate event. Um, photographing a corporate event, a awards ceremony type thing. So I've I've done a lot of work from in the past, and, oh, and nice. um, I moved from Queens. I was doing their work in Queensland, and when I moved to Melbourne, um, picked it up here as well. So yeah.
1: Very nice. How
0: about you, Pete? How's your uh, last couple of weeks, mate? Uh,
1: yeah. Last couple of weeks, they've been pretty good. I took a day off work last week to go down to, no, not last week, the week before, to go down to see Gumbaya World, which is an amusement park in Victoria. And that was an absolute ripper day. I don't know if anyone else has been there, but it's like a, a wildlife slash amusement park with roller coasters and massive water slides about 40, 50 metres tall.
0: Yeah, good fun. Sounds a bit like Jamboree Recreation Park we got up here in um, New South Wales something it's got water slides and and rides and stuff and, and animals so something similar to that
4: yeah
1: probably similar to that i'd say i've never heard of that one yet how about you alpha
4: yeah i've been to Gumby World a couple of times yeah but over the past couple of weeks i've just been catching up with school like outstanding school work and stuff that needs to be completed
1: but did you
0: catch up with all your all your work
4: yeah i got it all done ah good work I'm
0: going to get stuck into some uh, some news, some OZZ news and some Fair Play news. Uh, we welcome in Jack Rabbit to the team leadership group. She has made some excellent contributions since joining um, OZZ, uh, in specifically Team 3. Her support and her statistic analysis in regards to keeping track of what everybody's doing within the team has earned her a well-deserved promotion.
1: Can I just add to this, everyone else uses the spreadsheet and she does a pen and paper.
0: Yes, yeah, she does. Um, yep. She does a fantastic job and I've her, her writing is super neat as well, isn't it, Pete?
1: Absolutely, especially for somewhere that doesn't speak English as a first language. <laughs> it's neater than my writing.
3: What is this pen and paper you talk
1: about? Oh, you wouldn't know about it, mate
0: it's a bit uh past your time there buddy congratulations to jr now nah, it's thoroughly deserved she does a great job within the community and the server and um yeah big shout out to her so excellent oznz 2 has recently been promoted to the cc division for the first time in the team's history so huge congratulations to all the, to all the guys in mm-hmm. the team well earned it's going to be a bit of a tough month ahead but you know we'll try our best and we'll keep fighting and And um, doing the best we can, I suppose. Um, We came up against French Power 2 in a very close match. We just lost 22-16 to 23-06. We were leading at some stage during the match. It was a bit of a tight affair uh, with lots of lead changes. And congratulations to French Power 2 for getting the win against us. And that was a great match to be a part of. Um, and a special shout-out to a couple of the uh, French Power 2 people in uh, Zaz, I think that's how you pronounce it, Z-A-Z, and, um, and Nouch. And uh, Nouch is a player that I con- got contact with as well. So a couple good shout-outs to those guys if they are listening. Hello from Oz and Z. So fair play news, old news, but probably still worth a mention. Oh, I really didn't get around to this uh, two weeks ago as it was quite fresh and it was you know everything was all happening at once but um there were some team resets uh recently with legion legion gt and the new order um, and as well as question mark formerly not reddit was deleted apparently a lot of those players moved into their second team and i think they're back up in the cc division yeah so that's what's happening there it was certainly a busy night for fingersoft Taking no prisoners and swinging the axe, Eva. I just want to get your thoughts on Eva and Alpha. Alpha, you are our stats guy, but I just want to get your thoughts on those resets. Um, probably. Well, I mean, we don't know too much about it, but that was a pretty big night. Getting those, you know, waking up to those, all those resets. Yeah, it's
2: interesting. We don't know why. We don't know, you know, the, the details behind it and all. But you know, the teams, the teams are quite strong. They'll be back in, you know, two months. Or as you've said, you know they've moved to alternate teams, and you know they're back up and running within a month. You know, I don't think it's a it's a it's a loss because you know they're going backwards, but you know they're still back in CC a month later. So I don't see it as
0: uh, a big impost on the players, if you know what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Alpha, what do you uh, got to say about those ones? That was a pretty big night, wasn't it? Getting all those resets from yeah, finger well, coming out and swinging.
4: To be fair, though, I'm not particularly surprised because the amount of times that those big teams get reset every month, there seems to be one of the top teams just deleted, reset, players banned. Take your pick.
0: It's yeah, I don't, I don't understand it at all. It's just maybe you know, just a couple of one or two players just ruining it for everybody else, or there's you know, fingers have found further investigation. We don't know what's happening, but it's all. You know, nothing comes out. They don't really tell us. But um, yes, it's um, you're right. It seems to be happening, you know, pretty much all the time, doesn't it? Those with those big teams up top. Pete, do you want to um, go through some of the, the uh, team events and some of the PE events that have been recently in the last couple of weeks?
1: Last week's public event was called Sailor Skyrock, which was a um, a moon stunts event. Uh, some people hate them. They, they see it as competitive, but I'm actually pretty good at it because I've got patience, I suppose. So wow. I didn't mind doing that one.
0: So that's that's why you get 10K on, on the current, well, not the current team event because it's gone now, but the last team event with the Moonlander, you get yeah. 10K.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's the one. That one was called uh, Two Passages was the practice track with the Moonlander. And even with my little baby alt, I'm getting 10K on it. It's all about the line you choose. The current one, which is craziness, absolute craziness, it's called Multi-Part Madness. And it's a 2K time trial track event. And you pick up different tuning parts as you go. You can get up to 13. Um, yeah, it's similar to what we had at Christmas time, the brand new style of event. A lot of fun, but a bit hectic at times,
0: <laughs> yeah, especially when you pick up that air control one. It's, it is a lot of fun, isn't it? But I think, um, I don't know, so I, as soon as you get the air, I, I try and miss the air control on purpose because it really, yep. especially when you've got the thrusters and you've got other parts that are, you know, joining with it, it gets, it gets actually quite difficult to control the vehicle. I don't
1: mind every other part except for the air control and the thrusters because that makes me have to change the way I race because I usually hold the the throttle down and then tap the brake to slow down. So if I try and do that, my thrusters will go off and I'll end up running out of fuel. Yeah, true. Anyway, go on, mate. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, that that was pretty much it for the the public events. Um, I don't think that that would be in a team event coming up anytime soon, so there's no practice tracks for that. Uh, team Events um, I've forgotten what the last one was called Beyond Infinity Yes, that's the one Team Event called Beyond Infinity That one was was pretty good I didn't mind it too bad How about you Alpha? Disgusting Disgusting? Didn't
4: like it If it involved Stunt Coins and Wheelie I'd rather quit the game
0: <laughs> Yeah How about you GTR? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it. Like, well, it's it was okay. I mean, the time trial for me was the the most painful uh, track of the the set because I'm not the traffic tractor, tractor, yeah, I'm not a fan. That's probably my worst vehicle. I don't particularly like it too much, and I've always been terrible at it. So, um, the time trial one, yeah, it was wasn't that great. Also, the hot rod for me uh, going uphill was very inconsistent sometimes yeah. I would flip yeah. <laughs> early on the hot rod was really tricky oh, sometimes I would flip and sometimes yeah. I would just um, nail a run and it was challenging it was definitely a challenging event yeah
1: but since uh, about the second or third day in I switched from having magnet to winter tyres on the hot rod and that seemed to be a lot better for me a bit more grippy
0: yeah right and then you'd just have to slow down for the uh, fuel wouldn't you yeah, that's right. All right. Yeah, fair enough. Now, look, um, I'm actually looking forward to the new team event. I'm the the CC um, division, I don't think uh, have played the new event just yet. I think they're going to start tonight, but um, that's going to be a very interesting event. I think there's some some great vehicles. Some of my most favorite vehicles um, got the um, super jeep, got the um, uh, got the rally, the rotator uh, scooter. I think is there as well. Yeah. That means Super Jeep or Super Jeep? Super, yeah, the, the, the Super Jeep, yeah. Super Diesel. Oh, yes. Sorry, correction. Yes, the Super Diesel. Not Super, <laughs> Jeep, sorry. Yes, Super Diesel. So, yeah, there's a couple of, there's a couple of my favourites in there, so I'm actually looking forward to this event. So hopefully I score well. I'm not looking forward to it. I reckon it looks terrible. Yeah, are oh, yeah, you, you talking in specifically in regards to the tracks or...? yeah just the tracks
1: the vehicles look all right but the tracks i'm not looking forward to that i've never been a fan of the um the target one
0: yeah the target ones in it, the target one's going to be interesting it's got a good start but i'm actually i'm i'm thinking everybody's going to be using the rotator for the um the fun park stage i can't remember the name of it yeah, the, the fun park stage. I actually like the Super Diesel on that because I, I get about 15, 15, 14 seconds on that um, if done right and if done perfectly. So i yep. probably use the, super, the sorry, not super Super Diesel for that track. So Yeah,
1: i will be using the Super Diesel for that one as well.
0: The target
2: one is kind of hit and miss.
1: Ah, uh-huh, I see what you did there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: That track is called Liability Free Fun.
0: That's the one, yeah. So Super yep. Diesel for me for that one, I think. But to start off with, anyway,
1: yeah, just to get a decent score. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Any, anything else to add to those ones, Pete? No, no, I can't
1: think of anything else I want to add to that because I haven't tried the the new one yet, so I can't tell you anything about
0: it. So, sorry to put you on the spot, but do we know of the next PE event? What that's going to be, or we don't know yet? Eh. Um. Just give me a second. I
4: nah,
0: actually have not I haven't seen it, so uh, we'll get back to that later. All right, no worries, mate. We'll move
4: on. Um, Found it. And you are going to hate it. Oh, fantastic. Lay lay it on us. Long kick.
0: Oh, the soccer ball is back. Is that what it is? Yes. Oh, I don't mind it. I really don't mind it because it's actually the – you use the rally thrusters and, and that and you flip over. And it just flies if you do it if you do it right. Yeah, that's yeah, that's cool. I, I don't mind that. It's actually quite fun if, if you do it right. If it's if it's not, it can uh, be fun,
1: and it can be frustrating.
0: Yes, but if it's uh, if it's the one I'm thinking of, where it's the longest kick, then yeah, that, that'll be fun. That is the one. Yeah, not the one where you need to push the ball into the soccer goal.
4: I prefer that one. Yeah, I, I
0: like the longest kick. The longest kick's cool.
1: From from memory, the longest kick, there is a goal at about 1,500 metres.
0: Oh, is there really? I can't remember yeah. that. But I just remember um, I just remember <laughs> flipping the rally car over and landing on the bonnet and the, the soccer balls flying through the air.
1: I'm doing like a pinch motion.
0: Yes, yep. yeah, pretty much, yeah.
1: Pinching it with the back of the vehicle
0: yes exactly that's right yeah no, with the, so you yeah, use the use jump shocks with the thrusters and I can't remember what other path maybe the air control or something like that but yeah yeah air control yeah uh, cool I was looking forward to that one um, alright uh, Alfie um, do you have anything to add to some stats segment or anything to uh, mention uh, what's happening in the last couple of weeks in regards to of the game,
4: yes, I do actually. There's been there's been a couple of interesting developments in the adventure scene again. With Li- Linus had taken over the number one adventure player rank for about a day.
0: Who's in the lead at the moment? Because it's a battle between Linus and Zoro, isn't it?
4: At the moment, Zoro's retaken the lead, but yeah, Lin- Linus did have the lead at one point.
1: What is their canyoneer ranking?
4: Ah, uh, so. At the moment, Linus has three million six hundred and twelve, Z- and Zoro has three million six hundred and thirty-four. Oh, so he's got a fair lead now. Yeah. Yes.
0: Good on him. They just keep getting better and better, don't they? In regards to like just fighting it out, so who will be the who will be the best? What's maximum stars, Alpha?
4: Don't know. It's, oh. It's- I could, I, could, would be, I
3: could
4: calculate. You could it. work it
3: out. And it'll take Actually,
4: a bit. I don't know what the max stars for those are. Actually,
0: we'll say that for the next episode. Give us a bit of time to add it all up. <laughs> all right, no problem. Yeah. All right. We'll, oh, yeah, we'll probably put that to our listeners. Listeners, if you um, know the answer to that question, what's the maximum stars? Shoot a uh, um, comment in the um, on the YouTube link, and or in the server. Let us know. Either, mate. Right? Lucky last. What do you got for us uh, for this week? I was going to
2: talk about, I'm going to say it properly, auto-match. So that's trying to be um, the fifth element from the fifth element. Um, but really badly, because um, all of my accents sound terrible. So yeah, I was going to talk a bit about auto-matching and what it's done to uh, scoring a little bit. I mean, this is my perception, so I'm, I'm probably going to get flamed for this, but... Like at the end of the day, I've just seen you know there's been you know reports of teams that are up in the top you know 20 or top 30 that should never be there, and they're talking about that. And I just figured that I'd talk a bit about the numbers behind that and probably why they're up there. So the matching the matching was supposed to match teams against each other, and if the matching was being done properly, then we would have. You know after the first couple of rounds we'll probably have 10 or 12 matches that are going to be pretty even so across across say 15 matches for the month you'd have 10 matches that were pretty even so say we have 5000 points per match available to both teams and i know it's a little bit less than that but i'm just using 5000 as a round number to make it easier for the maths so if we have an even match and both teams are very even you know, you'll get roughly 2,500 points each team. So 10 matches, 2,500 points, you've now got 25,000 points towards your monthly target, right? Now, as the bigger matches, sorry, the the strong versus weak matches are getting less and less because we're being matched with teams that are more like our ability, um, what's happening is those 4,500 to 500 matches... Are no longer happening as often across 15 matches. So, you know, when that was happening, you'd get a team after 10 rounds that would have had maybe 5,000 points. You know, a weakish team being matched by the top 10 one after the other um, would have 5,000 points, and the top 10 teams would have 45,000 points. Again, this is round numbers, I'm just trying to make it easier to do the math. So, what we're seeing is the difference between the absolute number one team in CC and the top 20 is actually a whole lot closer because of this auto-matching. And I think that's good for the game. And well, that's my opinion. I think it's good for the game. Um, yep. And it's great yep. for players on the teams that are, are having a good match as opposed to a match where you're being annihilated. And in, sp- in speaking of that, we're currently matched with Discord. G'day to Moxie, who said hello to me and said good luck. Uh, we're going to need it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a score up there which is forty k. I'm um, I'm gobsmacked. It's that's 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 freakishly amazing.
4: Daziel
2: Daziel, however, you're... RS Daziel. Um, congratulations, mate! Forty thousand points yep. on this event is pretty cool. And you know, he's he's you know he's only he's only just in front of PR Linus, which is. He's only done, only done
4: 39,533. Which so, is an achievement um, in itself being ahead of Alonis.
2: You know, and then, you know, only RS Knight at 39,500 and 21. So, like, the top four is over 39,500. Um, that's that's pretty impressive and it's great to play these guys because um, it gives us an opportunity to see their lines and and watch their play and how and what and everything else but um, you know, to have five of those or ten of those matches in a in a season would kind of um, make you want to put the game away. You know what I mean? So I like the auto matching. I reckon it's awesome. Um, and um, the other thing that's I've got a comment about is we now have four tickets at the start of a new match, which is awesome. You know, but I must say there is one downside to auto matching, and it was touched on. Touched on last last episode, and I was going to reiterate it because I think it's very important. Um, time of day, um, you know, time of day around the world changes for the auto matching um, because you know it's the same time across the world, and there are mm-hmm. certain um, there are certain countries that you know fall out of favour because of the time the auto matching happens. So, um, you know, that that could be a bit of a, a downer to some people. They're, they're missing four tickets um because the the counter doesn't
0: start until you jump in the first time i've i've actually got a little solution for that if that's the case which it is the case those particular um players in the division who are from that country should be allocated another like extra two tickets maybe yeah because if but then again someone could easily just change their flag can't they and and get extra tickets so yeah, look, work. I mean... there it, might have been, We might have to work on like a, a, a suggestion for that, I reckon. Yeah,
2: uh, but it, it, it is something that needs to be discussed. But um, look, at the end of the day, I think the auto-matching has more positives than negatives across the game. Yeah, there are some teams that are going to say, oh, that's a bit unfair or um, it's too fair or all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, you want the teams... you want You want teams to enjoy playing a team event. Um, and to have close matches because close matches are the ones you talk about they're the ones you remember um, you know when you when you 4k someone oh yeah who was that who cares but you know the the match that you have and you know you're you're constantly changing you're constantly changing who's winning and losing by you know some guy going up up the leaderboard by two spots um, and it changes 17 times over the last hour um, that's the sort of match you remember forever, you know? So, um, yeah. Anyway, that's my two cents. Um, and again, it's my opinion. I mean, you know, we're all entitled to our opinion, but um, I'd love to hear your opinion if you agree, disagree, whatever. So um, leave some comments.
0: Great. Yeah, um, no, auto-matching, it's definitely shook, shaken up the um, CC division, hasn't it? It's really, like, brought a new... Um, uh, it's, it's definitely, like... You know, players. It's taken away some things which are great, like in regards to top teams sniping lower teams and so forth. It's really taken that um, strategy, I suppose you could call it, away from the away from the game. So, I mean, now um, I don't know how it exactly works. I mean, we'll have to probably ask, um, you know, Reese one day how the the automatic system works exactly. But I think it's doing its job at the moment. It's really working well you know because the other lower half in the cc division you know, to be honest they have no chance against the top teams um and when they're matching teams of their similar quality they're placing higher at the end of the month aren't they like they're they're getting the points that's needed and um yep well let's face it um you
2: know like i used to do crossfit and i i, I want to get back to it but people used just say oh you know the guy came 40th at the CrossFit game. You know, oh my God, he's terrible. Well, no, he's the 40th best in the world according to CrossFit. So, you know, a top, a top 100 team, which is in CC, um, doesn't have shit players on it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but then to get to CC, they'd have to have done reasonably well across Division 2 and 1 to get promoted to CC. So, um, you know, they'd have more than 15 really good players on the team, you know? So... You know, to say, Oh, they're the bottom hundred or whatever, um, is no mean feat. It's it's great a great accomplishment to get there.
1: Yeah, even the last in 16 is still the top one hundred of the world.
2: Yeah, the top one hundred of the good. world. So, you know, if they get there and they get demolished, you know, it's it's demoralising and they go, Well, we're just gonna stay in in, in you know, we're just gonna stay in division one and smash them in division one, stay under the top hundred or top two hundred and you know, just keep keep earning points and getting getting um, good chess. Why go to CC and get all the and get nothing? You know. Yeah. Um, so I think the auto matching the auto matching has fixed that to some degree.
0: It has. I just think they the next update that comes out they really need to probably um, adjust the promotion demotion um, system just a little bit better. Um, well, I reckon um, having fifty teams uh, getting demoted promoted it's probably just a little too much. Um, I think it should be reduced to, say, uh, the last the bottom 25 and the, and the top 25, or even top 15, bottom 15. 50 um, yeah. is probably a bit too much. Yeah, fair enough. I suppose we could speak to our guest Cthulhu a bit more about this. He might have some um, comments to probably um, uh, say about um, auto-matching and, and things yeah, like that. Um, what, what do you reckon? Should, should we bring him in? Let's bring him in bring him in okay so all right well uh, i'll get him off mute and get to all right so cthulhu so uh all right we have we have a lot of questions to probably get through and once again i thank our listeners um you know for contributing to the show with presenting us with your questions for our guests so uh guys thanks very much for for writing it in each each fortnight, and we really appreciate it um uh, which this week is none other than fictional cosmic entity. He's a god, of course. In he's also a god in the HCR two world. Well, let's not forget about that. But he's a god overall. Um, and basically, <laughs> you know, is 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 a god with uh, that awful vehicle called a tractor as well. I don't I don't know how he does it. I, I I'll, I'll get some tips off him because I'm terrible at it. Um, all the way from the USA. Welcome, FingerSoft Pit Crew member Cthulhu, to the Oz and Community Podcast.
3: Thank you, thank you, everyone, for having me on the show. I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: Pleasure to have you on. Beautiful now. It's, it is. And I just wanted to say thanks for, um, coming on first and foremost. Um, you know, you're, you, you're pretty well known throughout the community and, um, you know, we've been looking forward to talking to you for, for a while now. And, um, yeah, it's, it's great to, um, to have you on the show, mate. So thank you again for coming on.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I was honored to come on. And I, I love that this is kind of a weird kind of time travel experiment because like it's 7 PM for me and it's, 2 p.m. for you in a different day
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's actually very true yeah um look we are there's there's a lot lot of uh, guys out there in the community have asked you some questions and stuff we'll get to the questions a little later on but um just to start off with um you want to tell us a bit about yourself where you're from uh what you do um outside of the game any, any anything like that and and yeah just uh tell listeners just a bit about yourself
3: Cool. I'll, I'll try to keep it family friendly. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm from Portland. I was born here in Portland, Oregon, USA, on the West Coast. Uh, I am physically disabled, so I don't work traditionally. But as a side gig, I do public speaking. Uh, I'm a psychedelic educator with a heavy focus on microdosing and incorporating microdosing into everyday life. And other things I like to do. I'm an artist. I have some physical media that I like to work with. Sculpting is part of that. And I'm a very avid toy collector from toys from my childhood. Very nice. That, that's
0: fascinating. So um, hmm. yeah, you do you do a bit of artwork. And, 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 and sorry, what what type of toy collecting did you say? Uh,
3: toys from my childhood, in particular, I like toys. Uh, toy line from 1985 called Muscle Man. And they were originally a Japanese toy called Kinkeshi from a toy line called Kinikuman, which is basically Muscle Man in Japanese. They're little rubber eraser toy figures, intergalactic wrestlers, they're awesome. And then I have an, like one of the world's largest collections of toy Cthulhus. I have little tiny Cthulhus all the way up to a 22 inch tall Cthulhu toy, little figures.
0: And, all right. So, speaking of Cthulhu, uh, which is your um, name, of course, uh, your um, your in-game name, uh, you want to probably tell us, listeners, what Cthulhu is? I mean, that's probably a couple of questions that everyone asks, But i will get it out of the way now. Uh, before yeah. Before everybody goes. But what What's what's Cthulhu?
3: The mythos is it's from an H.P. Lovecraft horror novel, and Cthulhu is a elder god who sleeps beneath the Pacific Ocean, imprisoned until the stars align and which when the stars align he will be released to destroy and devour humanity and uh cthulhu is a hundred foot tall roughly cephalopod creature with wings and tentacles and finds humans crunchy and delicious
0: kind of like a giant octopus uh type figure
3: with wings yes with imagine wings. a walking a walking octopus with wings and you've got it.
1: That sounds horrifying.
3: <laughs> I find it delightfully misanthropic and nihilistic to think of. Delightfully volunteering myself up to be eaten by Cthulhu. I think it's funny.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, no, it's a, it's a pretty unique, unique um, name. You know, not many people. There's not many Cthulhus going around in the world. That's for sure. So, um, yeah, I um, definitely unique. Not many people can pronounce it either well that's the thing you know like i when i first started talking to you and i yeah it was a while ago and i thought to myself oh how do you pronounce this name it's going to be a bit of a challenge and but then i listened to the um fair play podcast and i was like ah right that
3: makes sense yeah
0: <laughs> and then it all made it all came together
3: yes for your listeners at home it's Pa-thu-lu. cthulhu
0: cthulhu <laughs> yes it's
3: not
1: cthulhu
3: <laughs> no
0: that's right <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eva, you want to say good day to our uh, guest mate? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Something.
2: I've um, I've probably done I don't know how many of your tractor um, tractor war stuff um, over the years, and just watched in awe as you've pulled away from me for you know <laughs> days on end. Um, in terms of just time trial stuff, is just amazing. So, um, yeah, it's always been good to follow someone's lines and it's good to have someone uh, of your calibre on the show, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, thanks for all the tips. <laughs>
3: <laughs> thanks for playing the challenges.
2: You would have seen it on the records, yeah? or Yeah, you... I've seen records. I actually, I actually go through records and find people who've done good times and then watch their videos or watch their uh, replays. And I've followed a couple of yours.
3: Fantastic! Check out my world record on rough road.
2: Trust me, I have.
3: <laughs> oh, excellent!
0: We um we have a daily competition, Cthulhu, that's run by the um the OzNZ guys, and um whenever a tractor um uh, event because we we go through majority of the vehicles, and when the tractor one comes up. I think you are our go-to man, whichever map it is, We is try and find a record from you. We go, ah, yes, that's the line, that's the parts.
3: Yep. Oh, wow. I'm really honoured because uh, in Tractor Wars, I'm like, I feel like I'm definitely second string. There's some amazing tractor drivers in Tractor Wars. So that, I find that very flattering, thank you.
2: Yeah. Well, look, like, like everything, the one thing I love about Time Trials is there's always another way and you can always learn from someone else's line, you know, where to bounce, where not to bounce, where to land, where not to land, Um, you know, where, where to time the next, you know, overcharged turbo, um, you know, and releasing the throttle to be able to get that overcharged turbo timing just right. Um, You know, that's it's got a very powerful overcharged turbo. It has. It has. It goes massive. Massive. Yeah. Um so it's it's, it's the one most of those powerful
3: thing. it's the most powerful turbo in the game, but the timing is much different. It's longer to Yeah, charge. It's longer. It, much longer.
2: But yeah, when it they,
0: does go, it goes. <laughs> the timing, I always struggle to get the timing of the turbo and, and not just that, also the actual vehicle itself, I just I don't know, I just find it very hard to handle, the actual tractor like you now sometimes on the jumps it dips down, it'll lock up, and I'm like, "Oh, it's getting good speed," and now I've just like come to a complete stop. It's like, and then you try
1: and land, and the bucket hits the ground, and you flip over.
0: Yeah, exactly. Just those little things about the vehicle I, I despise. <laughs> I really don't like it too much. So,
3: yeah. It's uh, a it's very cool. finicky vehicle, and it's got it's got kind of a learning curve because it's it's very finicky. It, but like the coin boost, the wheelie boost, the OT are so powerful on the tracker. Yep. If you can learn how to wheelie land with speed, it's just zooming fast. Agreed. Yeah, very,
0: very good. Yeah. Like I was saying about our daily comp, um, you, you, I'll send you an invite, mate. You got to come have a race with us one day, but um, yeah, it's, um, it's always good to um, you know get different perspectives on vehicle line and things like that. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you were hearing us before, Kufulu, about, about the matchmaking. You got any comments in regards to to the new matchmaking system and that's going on in CC Division?
3: I think it's a great work in progress. I think it needs some further tweaking, but it's going a long way to balance things out and shake things out a little bit. I'm curiously optimistic, but I think it needs some more tuning.
0: All right, so yeah, in regards to like tuning, so you're saying it just needs some some upgrading in regards to what what, what specifically, but maybe like the demotion promotion system, or in regards to just matching in general.
3: Well, I, I'm all I'm hearing some things already about how the system can be played a little bit, and I I am sitting comfortable in a Div One team, just full disclosure. <laughs> so. My, my CNC experience is secondhand but what I'm hearing are like ways to play the system to stay in CC and not get demoted and even with the auto matching so uh, I'm just hearing enough talk on the different servers to me tells you that there needs to be a little bit more tweaking to the auto matching and the and they're getting real close yep.
0: I, I believe uh, Figursoft would be working on uh, an update pretty soon. I, I would have to say, uh, matchmaking's been out for a while now, so uh, I'd say they would be up working on an update and um, hope to get that soon. I guess I don't know when, but would love to know when. But um... uh, sorry to put you on the spot. Yeah, because uh, we'll, tell us a bit more about. Um, but we're in Portland, mate. So what's what's there to do around there? But I don't think I listed the majority of our listeners are from Australia and New Zealand, so we wouldn't know too much about where you're where you're from.
3: Where I'm at, I'm nestled. I'm about an hour from the coast, nestled between a small mountain range and a larger mountain range, the Cascade Range and the Coastal Range. And I am a forest elf. I admit it. I go camping. Several times this summer, I love being in the mountains and the forest. We have a nice 11,000-foot-tall mountain right next to us, Mount Hood. Um, I like to go camping a lot. There are a lot of fun things to do in Portland. I like to go to dance events. Electronic music is kind of my jam. and But it's like a lot of camping and a lot of outdoor. We have a lot of waterfalls within an hour, two-hour drive that are amazing to look at.
0: See, that's fascinating, Mike. I do love a good
3: waterfall.
0: I, I love waterfalls. I they're the,
2: the most amazing thing to photograph because they're so majestic.
3: They yeah. are amazing, and there's so much power and energy. And then if I get bored, I can drive an hour west and just have the majesty of the Pacific Ocean, which is just its own amazing power source.
2: Well, we can we can look at the same ocean at the same time.
3: Isn't that cool? <laughs>
0: absolutely that's it's a big ocean that's for sure um but before before we do that um because you want to just give us a quick history lesson on your hcr2 um experience so did you start off by playing hcr1 or and just give us a rough team's uh
3: history as well sure i did start with hcr1 in about 2013 and i'm on one of my first android phones and it was not too long after i've been playing for a while and it was not long after hcr2 was released that i saw an ad for it in hcr1 and so i started playing in march of 2017 and have been playing pretty steadily with some lulls, of course over the years and missing some events like i missed uh several events by going to burning man one year in 2018 that was a lot of fun
0: that would have been worth it though
3: totally worth it but uh i've been playing pretty steadily ever since i installed the game it's like the one game that has remained on my phone since i installed it consistently it holds my attention it's fun i'm an old car guy from my misspent youth around cars and rebuilding cars so i it kind of appealed on me that way I like going fast. What
2: sort of cars did you rebuild? I'm curious now.
3: I helped restore some vintage automobiles. Uh, Diamond T pickup truck from Anglia. 31 Ford Highboy. 29 Ford Dodge Brothers Coupe. Uh, actual woody panel surf wagon. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I helped work on a early AC Cobra that needed some fender work.
0: Sounds like um, uh, what's that TV show? We would the the designer who go they mm. go around picking up old cars and, and rebuilding them to their um, beautiful state. What's that show called again? I can't remember off the top of my head.
3: I don't watch that one, but there are several out there. This was in high school, after high school, and I hung out with a friend whose dad was an auto store, so I got to do some really stupid things in cars. I got to drive a '73 De Tomaso Pantera. And I I drove it in excess of two hundred miles an hour, which is about what, three thirty KPH KmH? Yep. Yeah. Rough
2: it's fast K. enough.
3: <laughs> it's fast enough. It's go fast enough. So like I I've been around cars, so HCR two really appealed and like it it just it just pushed all the buttons.
2: The funny thing about that Tommaso Pantera is the engines were built
3: in Australia. They were. They were the yeah. three fifty one Cleveland.
2: Yep, they were 351 Clevelands, they were built in Australia, and they were shipped to Italy to be fitted to the cars.
3: And this one was supercharged, and oh, you guys did a great job on that engine, because it went fast, really fast.
2: <laughs> I sat, uh, I have a, a mate who's a collector, and he had one, and we there was about 10 of us at a barbecue, and we're all standing around it, watching him, and everybody's look on, the look on everybody's face was, can you start it up so we can hear it? and you start it up so sort can of hear it and finally he got the he got the gist of what was going on and he um, started it up gave it a couple of revs and I think everybody everybody in the room just went oh yeah that'll do <laughs>
3: <laughs> nourishment nourishment auditory nourishment
2: you know the short exhaust you know because we've heard 351 Cleveland's in our homegrown Falcons for years but mm-hmm. they've got a long exhaust You know, you put something with, you know, you put that engine in the back of a car and you put a short exhaust on it and all of a sudden, um, it is amazing.
3: All I can say is imagine that motor at 200 miles an hour right behind your head. Really (laughs) loud. Yep. (laughs)
2: That sounds like fun.
0: So you, um, yeah, so you started off with HCR1 and then went to 2 and, um... And um, so you obviously started playing before teams came in and um, and before all the yeah. uh, updates and everything. So so you where where'd you start off with, mate? Give us a couple of rough team history.
3: Oh, boy. Um, I was on the yeah. very first team, DC.
0: Okay, so is
3: DC as in Discord? Discord, Team Discord. I was on the first match versus Fingersoft. I was on the podium. It was awesome. Um, So that was the very first team I was on.
1: That's pretty awesome. You won the podium on the very first match ever.
3: On the very first match ever. I kept a screenshot and like 42 points has sent me a screenshot too. I love that dude. Um, So like I was on team Discord until the skill level exceeded mine and I sort of went to a secondary team. And then I went to Team Cats for a while, and I I, bed, I bounced a few Bob Island, which was a Discord affiliate team for a while, and currently I'm settled in on a Div one team with Tessa Cat and Raven, uh, TNT. TNT. So when were you with when were you with Team Cats? Oof, early. Uh, it was after I left Team Discord. I was with a Dutch team that I cannot remember name offhand. And I needed a much more chill team, and I knew Tessa very, very peripherally. And asked, and I was on Team Cats for a couple of months as sort of a chill out from the pressures of team matches.
2: Was that when they were still building up GP? Not building up GP, building up cut points.
3: I don't. Yeah, it was, remember the old trophy system where they were just adding, it was just adding up and adding up.
2: Yeah, adding trophies. So were you there when they did the 30, was it 34 wins in a row?
3: I don't think I was.
2: Okay, because I was on team, I would have been on Team Cats just before you were then. Okay. Um, I joined when they were at uh, 17 wins in a row. And we, we kept winning, like we were in. We were building cut points and as soon as we got onto the you know, over four thousand we started to play teams that actually could play. But we were three mm-hmm. King teams for I think it was 53, 53 matches in a row, we three teams. And our fifty fourth match was this Brazilian team and it was down to the wire.
3: I wanna say I was in on the early the early three K streak. Okay. The winning streak, but not the later streak. I didn't, yep. I wasn't, I left before it was over, I think.
2: Well, I must have joined then just after you left.
3: Must have been. Weird. Small world.
2: Very small world. Very small. world. Uh, me and Tessa <laughs> get on really well. I, I still chat to her every, every now and then.
3: Tessa's an amazing team leader, so I'll just she throw is, that out she there. Is. She
2: is. She actually thought I was a female when I joined.
0: And she private messaged me. <laughs> so, as, as does the rest of the uh, HCRT community. And she said, Oh, <laughs>
2: thankfully there's another female on the team. And then I just said, I said, I'm sorry, I'm not a female. Like, straight up, I'm not a female. Um, it, it's short for every vehicle available. And she just she pissed us off laughing. Uh, obviously, I didn't hear <laughs> it, but uh, she told me she pissed herself off laughing. And she just said, Oh, welcome to the team. Do you want me to announce it or not? And I said,
0: You do what you like. <laughs>
3: She's a great team leader. It's, it's she's she's made the team really fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Donna's she's um she we, we'd hope to talk to her one day, uh, if uh, Eva can um uh, set that I'm up. Trying.
2: So, I'm trying. I'm trying. Where
0: there's a few people were on our list, but yeah, she's definitely one of our, our ones that we would love to talk to uh one day. I said to
2: her I said to her that I'd learn
0: some Spanish. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, before we get on to questions, Alfie, is there anything you want to say to our guests
4: today, Kafulu? Uh, uh, just sort of with the tractor, like when the fir- when the second Gloomvale Cup came out, the mystical cup won. Just I did have a tractor world record for a couple of days. Mhm. And then it got broken.
3: Yeah, that's how I usually got a lot of my world records, is the first couple of days of release, and then they get broken.
0: <laughs> we got a few questions to get through. I guess we, we get stuck in them. So uh, thanks again for everybody to ask them the questions. Before we get on to that, is there anything you want to say? To... Kavili, do you, do you want to say anything uh, uh, to the, the um, to the listeners uh, before we get on to these questions, mate? Well, at the end, we're going to go through. You can do some shout-outs later at the end. But, you know, so
3: oh, yeah. you yeah. Wanna...
0: is there anything you want
3: to... I want to say, like, I'm really th- thrilled to kind of be affiliated with this community because I, I started hearing about the OzNZ community through through the different servers for being a straight-up, no-cheating team, and, I, and they're all about community. And it was like, it pushed all the buttons. I was really, I like about the ACR2 community, so, like, it was kind of, it's cool to see it grow. I love this. I've been a big supporter of the podcast since I listened to it, so like it's cool to see it grow. You guys are really nailing it.
0: Thanks so much, mate. It really means a lot. Yeah, no, you're definitely like a part of Aussie uh, and um you know, one day you can come have a, a couple of runs with us, mate, and uh in the in the top team and and uh, just come, come have a bit of a cameo if you want. Sounds great. <laughs> Sorry to steal uh, you away from Tessa Cat for a while. I'm sure she wouldn't mind if we borrowed you, though. Is this a recruitment podcast? I was thinking the same thing, mate bro. <laughs> Only for Cthulhu because he's one of us. So nobody else, <laughs> just just him. So. Yeah, because he's he's, one, he, he's he's an adopted Oznz uh, community member for sure. But
1: right, if anyone's
0: listening and wants to join, hit us up. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, let's, let's get stuck into some questions. Um, I'll go first and see what we can find, and then um, we'll go from there. So uh, all right, let's have a look. Well, I might ask my question first. That's probably a good way to start. Um, Cthulhu, when did you start uh, making YouTube videos, and is HCR2 the first game that you ever made videos
3: for? I absolutely started making YouTube videos specifically for HCR2. I saw everybody else doing it, and I don't want to say I was doing it to make Pit Crew, but I was kind of hoping that I would make Pit Crew. You know what I mean? So I started a YouTube channel, and I did solely like HCR 1 and 2 videos, and mostly because I thought it'd be cool to get known as an HCR 2 player, because I kind of, I like to tell people it's the my favorite game that I suck at, but there are certain aspects of the game where I'm kind of good at it. I made videos specifically for HCR 1 and 2, just to sort of build a persona around HCR two. 2 it,
0: it's it's doing the youtube videos and things like that so it, it can get sometimes the um it gets too much time and everything like that but you, you do get recognized especially these days it's very hard to get recognized because everybody's doing it but back then when there was very few that were making videos it was um yeah you, you kind of put yourself out there didn't, didn't you
3: what i found more satisfying than doing youtube videos which were all right uh I was like the first live streamer of HCR2 on Twitch that I know of. Um, I started live streaming speed runs of the public events when they would launch, as soon as they would launch, like and then uh, so I would I would try to speed run through a pit through the entire public event, spending gems and like do it in an hour. It was a lot of fun, and I would live stream it. So that was a lot of fun for me. So I found a lot more joy in doing live streaming or YouTube videos. Doing it in an
1: hour, that's super fast. Did you have VIP when you do that?
3: This was pre VIP. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was kinda it was kinda nutty. Yeah, so fast. I wanna say VIP was initiated for my fastest time, which was a Halloween event in which Reese joined the stream and was doing giveaways and stuff, and I did it the Halloween event in forty five minutes. So it had to have been after VIP was issued. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. Wow. Cool,
2: mate.
0: Who's who's up? Uh, Go for it, Eva. All
2: right. This is from Halal Snack Pack. Shout out to you, mate. Going on on what we talked about already, um, he's asked, your dream vehicle in real
3: life? My dream vehicle in real life. Okay. Realistic or unrealistic? Uh, Money, no object, mate. Money, no object. I would love to have that 73 Dayton Tomaso Pantera resto modded to an all-electric i think that would be insanity on wheels
0: are you sure you don't want a gtr to go with that but but uh,
2: electric electric would remove that amazing sound
3: i would have somebody program that in specifically (laughs) money no object right
2: money no object money no
1: object yep (laughs) i actually drove an electric car last weekend and it was the weirdest experience ever like i I started the car and then i turned it back off again
0: because i thought it didn't start there was no noise (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. if you haven't had experience with um, those electric cars, first time you turn it on, you're thinking, is it on? Wait, i got to check the uh, controls here.
1: <laughs> it was so bizarre. I've got a question, if you're finished answering the question. Yeah, I think so. Um, question from DeBell. What is it like being the small minority of players that have hit crew?
3: Oof. It is incredibly cool and humbling but awesome it's it's hard to explain like it's weird having fans that's weird just gonna put that out there i don't have many not like some of the other more famous pit crew members like parashock and illinois but like it's weird having fans but it's very cool to be pit crew i love the benefits that i get but i also love the game enough that i'm willing to help put up instagram posts and do Twitch live streams and and do all the things and like you know it's kind of like influencer status. I just try to remain humble to the fact that like I started out as just a regular player and like try to keep that player mentality and not get carried away with all the free stuff. Yeah, good answer. So I, I think it's, it's, it's really kind of a humbling kind of awesome but kind of weird all at the same time.
1: <laughs> awesome. Alright, um,
3: Alpha, you're up. Murray's still
0: surprised by all the um, free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, only because of you, mate, bro. Because that's, that's, that's your uh, doing.
2: He won't give me anything. You've got no thumbs.
0: I'm with him on that one. I would not share it either. Uh, you don't have <laughs> a head for a hat. Exactly. You no, no, he can't wear that. You can't even wear a scarf.
3: There's nothing that'll fit you anyway. <laughs> uh, mate, bro. How about we put one of the pops sockets on his case
0: yeah well, that, that could probably work i'd say all right alfie
4: when you're ready boss go for it so i've got a question from goose some people use thumbs others use four fingers what do you use for the brake and accelerator pedals
3: i am definitely a two thumber uh gotta go with the thumbs
0: yep yeah, same majority i would have to say would use the thumbs i'd don't know who would use it. I think Camo uses it. He was saying last week to, we use it. Was it Camo?
2: Creepers is the guy that uses his fingers. No, Creepers, creepers. uses the fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've seen a
1: video of it. It is scary. No, someone else wow. uses their fingers. It's not just Creepers. Oh, okay. I can't remember, yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. Else does.
3: I happen to know that there's a disabled gamer from Brazil. E.G. Gaber, I think, is his handle, and he plays with his foot. Wow. And he's really good. He's really good, too. So, it's pretty amazing.
1: Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, that's fascinating. How do you play with your feet? you have to have really separated toes when you to be able to control it. I don't know how you do that. Anyway, moving on from the feet. Here's a question from Dada, one of my. Uh, one of my friends from the Fairplay Mods team. And he is also uh, one of the... I think he's the founder of the uh, Maps, that new server, the, the Map Crew, which um, you're involved with, Eva, as well. Um,
2: and, yeah, I haven't done anything in two
0: weeks, but I'm, I am in, I'm trying yeah, to be involved. Yeah, so a question from Dada, a big shout-out to him. How do you manage to play HCR2, be a Fingersoft mod, be a pit crew, uh, work and have a social life all in the one life?
3: How do you manage it all? Wow. Well, good question. Shout out to Dada. I uh, I love his stats. Man, they're awesome. And I poured them onto my server to do this crap track. Great question. I've balanced quite a bit and I, I, I recently have reached max GP. So the grinding is really, the intensity of the grinding has really gone down. I don't have a traditional job, as I mentioned before. So I don't have eight hours of my day just taken away by working for somebody else. I try to balance everything I do with a little bit of, uh, of, of conscious thought into, like, how many hours am I actually putting in today? You know, there's also those moments where I laugh at myself, where I did the most KMs for our team, solely doing rough road runs, 200 meters at a time. So it's just a balancing act. Trying to follow my urges, like if I'm feeling creative, I know I can't play HCR, I need to put that energy elsewhere, if I need to work on a speech, then I need to put that energy elsewhere. If I'm agitated, I need something to occupy my mind for a while, HCR 2 is my go-to, it's awesome, so it's just a big juggling
0: now. My go-to game as well, and like you said before, that you've, that you've never deleted it or anything from your phone, I've never deleted it either since I'm downloading it from when I started playing, so I think a lot of people would be in that same boat, so...
2: This is from Boulder. Uh, great, great guy. He was on the podcast a couple episodes ago. Love his um, commitment to the game and to the people around him. Um, why did you choose the name? Ch- Ch- <laughs> Sorry, I just, a, <laughs> I just had a mental blank. Why did you choose the name? Cthulhu?
3: Cthulhu? That one? Yes, that one. Um, <laughs> um, shout out to Boulder. I loved his podcast episode, thought it was cool. Why did I choose Cthulhu? Well, I originally joined Discord because, again, an ad in Hill Climb Racing. And originally I just put my my online alias that I have been literally since the 90s, Stony I did leave my Discord handle for a while, Stony and was only Cthulhu in the Fingersoft server. When I joined the Fingersoft server, there was like literally like 500, 600 people, so very early. It was like there were... It was kind of quiet, but they are very much like, this is 13 plus, And like, I'm all like wanting to talk about what I do as a quote unquote living and psychedelic educator and cannabis legalization and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, uh, I better self edit a little bit. And everybody always assumes the nickname Stony Face is cannabis related. And it's really not. So I kind of went, you know, what kind of name suits me in a community where I can really name myself, whatever. And, like, I was really on, I've been a huge Cthulhu toy collector for years, and I went, oh, Cthulhu, it's great, it's unique, nobody's going to be named Cthulhu, it'll be awesome. And so I did that, changed my name in game, and then changed my name in Discord on the FS server, just started doing that entirely on my Discord handle. And uh, there's only a few people out there in the world who recognize the old stony Face nickname anyway, so it wasn't too big a deal. But... It was kind of the most cool character I could think of to fit into the kind of weird HCR world that I found on Discord. Awesome.
2: Excellent. awesome. Now, I, I did actually mispronounce it on purpose just to have some fun.
3: <laughs> of course you did.
1: <laughs> How do you pronounce it then, Eva? Cthulhu. Ah, well done.
3: <laughs> Excellent.
1: All right. I've got a question from Creepers. If you had a fight with the Kraken... Who would win and why?
3: Uh, Kraken in the mythology are my babies. So I would Cthulhu because they're pods, so I could, could control them. But in the HCR world, there's been a couple of Cthulhu versus Kraken matches. I have a screenshot where I met Kraken in a public event, and they beat me. They got first place on the podium. I got second. Uh. And then on TNT, we have a member named Kraken, who the last couple of events has been scoring higher than me. So, like, so far, it's been the Mythos is not playing out as far as HCR2. The Kraken is winning. <laughs> yep.
0: Yeah. Very good. Alf, Alfie, go for it, mate.
4: So, I have a question from Mad Matt. What's your opinion on the best all-round player in the game?
3: Oof. Uh, I guess right now it's, it's all Minus versus Zoro, isn't it? And I think it's hard to say. It's back and forth. It's really competitive. It's really kind of inspiring to see these two people. But, like, I'm in the boat where, like, hey, these two are really awesome. But there's, like, 50 people that I can think of that are, like, just top-notch players that are not Linus and Zoro. So, like,
4: mm-hmm.
3: uh, I, they're the easy go-to answer. But, like, there's so many good players. And they're almost all on CC teams. You know what I mean? Top 50 CC teams. You get to that level and it's a shark tank of just, you know, high level 38, 39K is not that uncommon a team of that score. So that caliber of player I have a lot of respect for. So the easy answer is like Rhinosaurus, but like so many names to fill in from there on.
0: Great players everywhere. Um, Yeah, but they're probably the most consistent and most all-round player in the game, I'd say, in every mode of the game.
4: I would say if Protect did Adventure more, he'd probably be up there too, because he has much lower GP than Linus and Zoro.
3: He's really skilled. He's a really, really skilled player.
0: Yep, yeah, also um, Knight GP from Discord as well. Great team event player. Um, great venture player as well, and an amazing time trialist. He won numerous um, dailies in our daily competition as well.
2: Battling him in the dailies was just amazing. Like, watching him, the lines he would take, the parts he would use, just
0: amazing. Okay, um, I have a question from Just Chill, who's an Eden server, um, and also uh, Oz Pato asked... Oh, no, wait, he did the um, same question as well. He says, What do you love about being pit crew?"
3: What I love about being Cripit Crew, it's fun to be able to do videos about like the unboxing and show people a little bit of what that's like. But I like being able to do giveaways and stuff, like I got a bunch of stickers that I like to do giveaways. I was able to do in my live stream for a while, do giveaways, giveaway skins and paints and stuff. And I think. I really like most is leveraging the pick for position into a community building role across various servers because the giant diaspora of players across all of the many Discord servers now, it's just amazing. So like it's fun to build community and see communities evolve and build and I like to encourage that. So I think that's kind of one of the most fun roles for me is to be able to kind of see these circles. Combine and build.
0: Yep, yeah, great answer, mate. It's um, yeah, it's special being part of that small uh, crew as well. The second question from Chill was was
4: <laughs> fun fact: the newest pit crew members
0: have both been created by bots. <laughs> we were just coming to that, and that was <laughs> the second question from Chill. Was what is mori like as the newest pit crew member? Give us the uh, download one here, mate.
3: You know, now that you think of it, I kind of secretly think he's Bender. From futurama
0: <laughs> that is a fantastic um, answer i love bender he's one of my favorite characters
3: <laughs> it's cool it's cool to have maury's pick crew uh it, it's it's cool to have australia new zealand represented in such a way uh i don't i haven't gotten to know Mori on a personal level too well yet but it's been very cool and very cool to see a new picture member made it's always exciting there's so few of us. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And you could probably get to talk, talk to uh, mate proper after the podcast, mate, and see and see what he's like. <laughs> You're going to pass it back on to him <laughs> as well. Pete, you got another question, mate?
1: Uh, yeah, I've got one from one of our community members, Gutter Butter. Um, how do you f-
3: Oh, Gutter Butter. <laughs> yeah.
1: How do you feel about a rotator nose wheelie moon event or formula nose wheelies? Would this be a good way to alleviate boredom within the game?
3: In a purely sadistic way, yes. That would be torturous, but it would be different. Be, uh, wow! It would be very different. Great shout out, uh, great shout out there to who who is weird in ways that uh, are compatible with my weird. So I love his live stream. But uh, a rotator nose wheelie, I think, might be a little easier than the formula nose wheelie. I have seen the I'm
1: video. Crazy. Of the ah. rotator is so hard to control on the nose. I'll find the formula
3: a lot easier. I will take your word for it. I've tried the nose wheel and the formula once or twice. So I went, Nope, I can't do this. <laughs> there was
1: there was one video, I can't remember who posted it to YouTube, but after I watched that one I gave it a go myself. It is a lot of fun, but it's a big challenge.
3: I think it was Vare, wasn't it? Verishak did it? Oh, it might have been. Yeah, I don't... I thought it
0: was, um, Can into Space did it as well. I think it possibly could have been him. Can
3: into Space, that sounds... That's a, that's a player of a skill level that can pull that off. Let's just put it that way. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Freak, freak of a player, so... I don't think he listens to the podcast, but, you know, he's... Yeah, great player. Even mate? No, another, another one? Uh, you've got one yourself, I think. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I had two two questions, but I'm only going to ask one. When parts were added to the game and, um, you know, they're coming out with this thing called Jump Shocks, did you think that Jump Shocks would change the game in the way it has?
3: Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I have opinions about the Jump Shock. No. And I, I love that Jump Shock started as a joke until some genius realized that jump shocks and landing boosts and wings go together like peanut butter and jelly I one I think it's funny it's known as kangaroo that's all on y'all that's yeah. <laughs> and the kangaroo paint for the mark, the mark one jeep coming out on Australia day was hilarious
4: I,
0: I, yes. I, I bought that that me <laughs> I had to that choice I had to get it
3: that that that's a big hook for those Australian players is, oh we get our own paint that's great sold i i'm frustrated with kangaroo in it it's difficult to master and it's so stinking pervasive in the game if you only saw it in adventure i would be less annoyed by it if you only saw it in time trials i would be less annoyed but it's everywhere it's in team events it's in public events it's in adventure it's in time trial and not only is it an adventure, there are some apps where you cannot get beyond a certain point without Kangaroo. Yep. Now, that would be great if you're good at Kangaroo, but I find that Kangaroo to be like the most divisive strategy in the game. You're either good at it or you suck at it, like I do.
2: I've always sucked at it, but the last three or four months, I have pushed myself to get better at it by doing Daily Cups just for fun. I've been doing all my Daily Cups and Kangaroo setup on a mixture of vehicles and i'm More. learning that kangaroo on a jeep is different to using super diesel and it's different again like when you extend the legs and when you hit the buttons and it might just be the fact that i'm old and my re- reaction time is terrible i've just found that certain vehicles are um, different the way you use or the way you play with setup and then you know, the, the main four settings change for every vehicle. Some you need springs mm-hmm. to be high, some you need springs to be low. Um, it's just, oh, it's painful. It's very
3: painful. I have taken in the last six months to really practicing it heavily and getting Mark One and the CCEV in particular. Yep. And I think part of it, it's absolutely genius that they've stumbled upon something that can be done as a beginner very badly as an intermediate okay and you get to pro level kangaroo and they are doing ungodly things with this strategy so i think it's genius that they've stumbled upon a super pro level strategy
2: so while we're recording um we've got some people listening in the background and dreddy who's been on the show before um has has mentioned that apparently it was leo lu who discovered Kanga
4: this great
3: for he is wise. That once you get good at it, it's sky's the limit. And then we've got people like Eric doing 140 KMs on Desert Valley and, you know, just insane long distance adventure runs using kangaroo. And then you see people doing, you know, the hugely insane kangaroo time trials. So like, I, I, I'm i kind of annoyed on how pervasive it is, but it's slightly genius on how pervasive it is too. And it's like, it's what what Reese said. Get good.
2: The other thing Reese said was he used this a couple of times that it would break the game. Like because it, it makes the game you know, inverted commas easier to, to, to you know, to get coins and stuff like that to collect coins. But um, it's not easy.
3: <laughs> it is not easy and I've been struggling for two years and it's only in the last six months or so that I feel like I'm getting kind of intermediate intermediate level. I am not a champ by any stretch. I want to be but dang, is it? It's not easy.
0: <laughs> I think I'm in the I'm in the same category as you, there, Cthulhu. In regards to it, I mean, I, I've improved as well. But I'm definitely up yeah, that <laughs> up there as well. Kangaroo, Cthulhu. This is from um, uh, Delay, or I think that's how you pronounce it. Delay or Delay. Uh, he's a community member in the uh, Ozersz mm-hmm. Community uh, server. Uh, favorite paint and favorite cup
3: favorite paint is the lion rally paint and it's the one that nobody had forever and it was the first paint i asked to be unlocked when i made pick three. my favorite cup is probably bumpy ride cup only because of my affiliations with the tracks
0: <laughs> yeah that's a good cup it's quick it's quick and short and um yeah you can memorize it pretty well too so it's a great cup uh yeah yeah the first two tracks
3: were dynamite yeah track.
0: yeah you know, I haven't actually given them a go in the tractors, all sorts. But I love uh, I love them in the Super Diesel and and the um, and the Rotator and a few other good vehicles like that as well.
4: So I have a question from Cap A. What other vehicles do you play besides the tractor?
3: Yeah, I play a tractor an awful lot, and he he calls me out on it all the time. I love the CCEV. It's become one of my favorite vehicles. Um, I think it's. Dynamite in Adventure, it's such a good adventure vehicle. So you've got Kangaroo setup in Adventure is great, and I like the Wings, Wheelie Boost, Coin Boost setup for Adventure, it's just so good. Um, I, I loved the Rally, it was my first vehicle that I really loved in the game, but I don't find I use it very much anymore. Um, in Cups, I run a lot of Cups with Hot Rod and Rotator. Hot Rod is excellent for cup races.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
3: agree with that one. I use it a
0: lot too. I agree with that too as well. I use it as well. We, we, we have a question from one uh, of our uh, team members in the server and who's also listening right now live. Velkrin has a question for you how's, how's life in Portland and what type of places do you like in your city or elsewhere? I think we, we we may have touched we may have touched on this before, but yeah, if you want, to maybe expand on it a little bit more.
3: That's cool. We did touch on it before, but I'm very much a forest elf, so I do an awful lot of camping. We have an awful lot of waterfalls and a lot of water uh, hot springs. Um, we have the Pacific Ocean and our west. We have some of the best art museums in the the country that are free every first Thursday of the month. Lots of good dance. Uh, electronic dance music venues so lots of fun stuff to be had but I like to be outdoors as much as possible yeah
0: very good now we gotta get out and uh, enjoy the outdoors that's for sure Gets to... <laughs> we all gotta get some fresh air every now and then don't we probably do one yep. more round of questions and then we'll, we'll probably start to wrap things up absolutely all right I've got one from
1: Boss. Uh what are the in-game perks of being pit crew and do you get all the skins and paints for free?
3: There are quite a few perks. We do get all the skins and paints if we want them. Some people choose to still unlock them as they go. Um, we get VIP. That's included as being Pick Crew. That's one of those things we could talk about. Um, we obviously we got there was a big to-do about Picker getting Pick Crew boxes earlier in the year. At the end of last year actually um so we get a big box of swag that's very awesome to get a box of, of stuff from finland i got a hat and a hoodie with my cthulhu my name is on the sleeve it's freaking awesome you know uh we have access to updates as soon as they're live we get to have those access to be able to do stuff with the community and like you know do live streams and youtube channels and some have reese come in sometimes and giveaway stuff and you know do giveaways on our own that's 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 really a lot of fun I'm trying to think what else we have as a perk but that's pretty much covers the bases
1: <laughs> yeah awesome
2: speaking about your giveaways and live stream um we're gonna link your live stream um and your uh youtube channel to this um the, to this podcast episode um, so that people can find you on all the other things. If if you wanted to, um, you know, if you've got an Instagram account or something like that, you can always tell us what that is. We can all follow you as well.
3: Yep, I do have an Instagram account that is very eclectic. I warn you now, my life is very strange and eclectic, but there's a lot of HCR2 stuff on there. So I can give you all links for after the podcast, too. Cool. Uh, very good. Evie, a- 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 got one more for uh,
0: Cthulhu?
2: I do, um...
0: This is from
2: M.W. Cole. Ooh. What's your vision for the future of the game? And he also says, congratulations on your Max GP.
3: Ah, yes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Cole is a good guy. I've been on his, his podcast and, uh, raced with him quite a bit. Vision for the future, I think, you know, with the introduction of animations, it's going to be interesting. Um... As far as customization, um, I have a feeling that we're going to see HCR3 like soonish, being like maybe late 2022, early 2023.
0: I've been estimating it would be coming out soon.
3: I would love to see some sort of tie in between HCR2 and HCR3, even though we have no nothing about HCR3. It'd be nice to have some sort of tie-in or continuation of our accounts from one to the other. I can see, I can easily foresee them releasing a vehicle or two every year. And they're, they're, they're going to have to reach a point where they'll realize, you know, vehicle saturation will kill the new new players. But I don't know. I think, I think there's going to be a, a continuation of support for HCR2 forever. And we'll see how far they develop it. And I, I hope to see some transition into HCR three, and have maybe them be tied together somehow, but differently, distinct, distinctly different games. It would be nice to be able to play one, or the other, or both, and not, not feel like you have to.
0: Yeah,
2: fair, exactly. I mean, I, I started playing HCR one back in the day, and then moved to see C- HCR two, but you know, I'm still seeing updates for HCR one. Uh, updates and new mm-hmm. vehicles and all that sort of stuff. So you know, their history shows that they're interested in their players and they're interesting in their community. So if they do make a HCR3, I don't think they're gonna let HCR2
3: just stop. No, and, and I will I'll point out this is an interesting statistic. The two two of the most popular videos on my YouTube channel, one of them is an HCR one video. And the other is actually a just in time for the soccer football event is a bucket slap with the tractor long kick.
0: Yeah, I love the long kick. It's that's one of my favorites. That's <laughs> coming.
3: So HCR one still has a vast audience. It's hugely popular. So it's really mind blowing.
0: Yes. Yeah, I haven't got pretty far with HCR one. I did. I did download it. I played it for a while, but I just yeah didn't get too far to be honest. Got one last question, Oz and Z LTR the team. His name is Obsidian. Uh, why did you want to become part of our podcast, and how did you find OzNZ? and
3: Z? Awesome. I kind of touched on it earlier, but uh, I wanted to be on the podcast because GTR yeah. asked
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah, and um, I would be wanted to ask you for a while, but yeah.
3: I thought it, I actually considered it would be a cool podcast to be on. I didn't actively see it, but like I found out about the podcast early and had listened to an episode or two. And then I got wind through Reese that he was going to be appearing. And I'm like, Oh, that's huge. That's cool. That means they're really getting their feet underneath them. And by the third episode, you guys really had your format down. So then you came in real strong on this episode and then you've just been running ever since. So like, I've been kind of been like, I got tuned into the and OzNZ crowd early through various servers as being one of the teams that would be straight up playing straight, no cheating. These guys are legit. You can trust that these guys are playing straight and all the teams and all the players are going to be straight. So like, I love that. I want to build community of non-cheaters. I want to promote those communities more than yep. anything else. And like, I really love that. So I was like, okay, well I'm hearing enough people say, mention and OzNZ having that reputation and then like, Found out you had a server. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to join their Discord server. And I'm like, oh, you've got a podcast. I want to listen like, well, to podcasts. So, like, I love podcasts. So, they're great. So, that's how I kind of got familiar with OZZ community. And it's a part of the world I would love to visit someday. I've never been. So, it's like, what's not to love about it?
0: You're welcome it down here anytime. Yeah, it's a great part of the world to live in. But bear in mind that our mountains
2: are nowhere near anything like that.
3: True. But you have other tools, We have a so. big
0: rock in the middle of our country. <laughs> but it's not Ooh. very tall. <laughs> it's not very tall. It's more sacred than anything, but it's not very tall. That's right. I don't think the public can access that anymore. Yeah, no, I think it's been closed off as well. I think, yes, Alpha's right, I think. Proper time, start probably wrapping a few things up. Does anyone have anything more, any more to say to Philly to, to before we start wrapping? I
2: just wanted to say it's been great chatting to you. Um, it's great to um, hear your involvement in the community. That, to me, is one of the biggest parts of, you know, why I'm on AusNZ and, you know, the community is key and all that sort of stuff. And I really um, I really appreciate what you do for us. And in terms of, when I say us, I mean all of us players, not just us. Uh, it's it's great to have people we can look up to and uh, who give back to the community. It's awesome.
3: Thank you for that. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, here, here. Yeah, nah, no, thanks for um, everything that you do for the community worldwide, mate. Um, it's, it's certainly... Very appreciated and um, yeah it's it great to have you on the show and you're welcome back anytime awesome all right um, any any shout outs you want to give to the community or anyone in particular go for it mate
3: oh absolutely shout out to the entire Oz NZ server it's been fun hanging out uh, uh, my props to 42 points one of the first people I met in the HCR2 world and befriended and he is an awesome awesome Australian um, Tessa cat And Raven on my team. Great little team in CC Division 1, not CC League, Division 1, TNT. It's a great little team, great team leader. It's a lot of community fun. And then everybody on the FS server, those of you who behave... And thanks for having me on the show.
0: It's our pleasure. Um, thank you for coming on. And a big, uh, big shout out to um, 42 as well. He's he, he's a loved member of our community as well. Um, he um, he left server quite a while ago to um, you know, focus on real life stuff. But um, he is welcome back time, mate. So if you're listening, 42, pop back in, mate. We'd love to see you again. Okay, that's pretty much about it. Um, thanks for coming on again, mate. We'll see you in two weeks. Uh, all right, so, so, so the next guest on the podcast will be none nah, nah, other, nah, the French superstar Velkun is going to be on the show in two weeks. Uh, we can't wait to talk to her. and, she... and Oh, mate, yeah, 100%. So uh, Vel- Velki is currently in our first team in, in Team One in Division CC. So we can't wait to talk to her. And it's going to be a wonderful episode that, um, yeah, we'll talk lots talk all things France, I suppose, won't we? Yes, I'm going to have to brush up on my French. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. I'm going to have to pardon my French. (laughs) It's going to be a good one. No, we can't wait to talk to Vilky, So, in a month's time, well, that's going to be... um, I'll give you a little bit of a clue. That person is another pit crew member. We have another pit crew coming on the show. Who is it? Well... You'll find out soon, next episode. All right. Thanks, guys, for coming on. And um, any any last thoughts, any last comments before we go? All right. So, yeah, so coming on next week, uh, we got pit crew member Velki, and after that will be another pit crew member as well. So put your guesses in the channel, and, yeah, we'll uh, have some fun with it. (laughs) There's not many to go through anyway, so you can just, yeah, Get, get some more if you want um thanks for coming on guys thanks thanks eva thanks pete thanks alpha as usual uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks and once again thanks kofulu great episode and it's been a pleasure